Welcome to episode 14 of the TOD Project, brought to you by Triumph Company, with your hosts, Marcel Scott and Jared Klein. Today on the TOD Project, Triumph Company brand ambassador Rose Fernandez, along with Marcellus, go into the importance of working out how Rose got into fitness and her childhood in Peru and Florida, as well as talking about an idea that the Triumph team had, a Triumph Company gym. Get connected with Triumph Company on Instagram at Triumph Company US, as well as visiting their website, triumphcompany.us, while using the code TOD10 for 10% off your order at checkout. That is TOD10. We would love and appreciate it if you would subscribe to the TOD Project on YouTube and Apple Podcasts, along with following the podcast on Spotify. Also, episode 20 of the TOD Project will be streamed live on YouTube. So the link to our YouTube channel will be in the description on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So make sure to subscribe and turn on the notification bell so you don't miss a stream. Finally, make sure you follow our special guest Rose on Instagram at Rose underscore Fern. That is at R-O-S-E underscore F-E-R-N. With that, sit back, relax, and open your minds for today's episode. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Uh, welcome to the TOD Project Podcast. This is Marcella Scott, your host. Um, today, we have a special guest uh, named Rose Fern. Um, I'm excited for this podcast. Hope you guys can listen to this and, and get some value today. So today, we got our guest, Rose. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling pretty amazing. Pretty cold here in Connecticut. <laughs> Uh, we're expecting some snow. Maybe I think this is the second storm of the year. Um, but yeah, you know, <laughs> just going with it. Jeez, see, I, re- I really need to come out there to Connecticut. I know there's a, there's an amazing squad out there, but I don't want to be a frozen icicle. I I'm a, I'm a little boy from Tennessee. I'm a little country black boy from Tennessee. It gets cold here, but it really doesn't. Like today, I was good with just going outside with. Uh, well, I had this up on there. I had a trial t-shirt. I got to go ahead and show it to YouTubers and everything. Go ahead and get it. Go ahead and get it. All that stuff will be down in the description below. And Rose's Instagram, obviously, uh, will be at the bottom of it. Anyways, in Tennessee, I don't have to, sometimes I don't have to wear a big ass jacket. I can wear, you know, like a regular t-shirt and like maybe a button up long sleeve shirt and go about my day like today. Um, but yeah, Rose, I am so happy to have you on. Uh, guys, Rose is our second brand ambassador for Triumph Company. Um, but um, Rose, I, I really want to know your story. I know you're you're a translator. I know you are a trader, an entrepreneur, and you are a badass fitness person. I'll see you in the gym getting it in. Don't don't play. So to let let's let's know let let the audience know uh, a little bit about yourself and like what got you you started on on your journey through entrepreneurship, fitness, and everything. Everything. Okay. So I'm 32 years old. I'm originally from New York City. And um, I've gotten like from a young age, there's people that you know, they they're born, they're raised in the same city, whatnot. But from a very young age, I was always moving around um, from country to country, because my parents were missionaries in the Catholic Church. So they love to go to poor country, poor countries and in Latin America, and just help out in any way that that they could. And you know, while they were they were doing their missionary work, uh, I'm me and my siblings. We would just you know go to school. So from a young age, got to travel a lot. Um, probably uh, 
full time. Let's say I were maybe around like nine years old was when we traveled to Peru, uh, lived there for for a year. Uh, the transition was difficult because people don't think about it. But even though a lot of uh, a lot people a lot of people are bilingual or even trilingual nowadays, bilingual don't even cut it. <laughs> I know people that speak five languages, but yeah. Um, even though you know you know a language like I know Spanish, it's not the same to think and to write and to explain things in a different language. You know, like if you could, most people can have a you know basic conversation. But when you're, let's say, doing math and explaining a problem or just speaking, it was it was different. So I was like, oh yeah, this is gonna be easy. Yeah, this is easy. I already know Spanish, but the transition was very difficult. And um, we did a year in Peru later moved on to Puerto Rico. Um, way better climate, was very excited about that because Peru's kind of cold, especially in Cusco, which is close Ooh. where Machu Picchu is. So it was nice, you know, I love, I love the hot weather. And we were there for another year and eventually came back to the States. Um, was in the States, we came back to New York City where, like I said earlier, originally from, and um, came back to New York City and was here for, was the, in New York for a couple of years. Um, and then my mom, again, my mom just like decided, hey, we're going to Columbia where my mother is from. And uh, by then it was already freshman year of high school. So I was, again, had to transition from the whole English to Spanish. And when it comes to high school, the levels are pretty different. So let's say what we're looking at over here in freshman year of high school is like sixth or seventh grade in um, Latin America. So when it comes to, yeah, when it comes to high school, they're a little bit more advanced. So transitioning to that was pretty crazy. And then fast fast forward and yes, I got to graduate, come back to the States, uh, came back to Connecticut. So that's how we ended, ended up in Connecticut. Um, yeah, pretty weird, <laughs> pretty weird. Um, and just, you know, grew up, do, if you want to say grow up at 18, because you're, you know, like, uh, I guess you I would say you're still a child. Um, and just started, let's say, to uh, get into the adulthood, maybe kind of thing where you don't know where you got to do what you got to do, but you just know that you got to do it. Right. <laughs> right. You know, we're expected, we're expected to, to, to get into college and start a career and whatnot. And I was still so young. I didn't even know what I wanted to do. I ended up moving to Florida when I was 19, was with some family, was there for a couple months, felt like that didn't work, moved back to Connecticut. You know, I've always been, you know, a back and forth kind of person. So like stability was something really weird to me because like I said, from a young age, always moving around. So being in one place for a long time felt really weird. <laughs> um, when I eventually came back to the to, to Connecticut uh, after being in Florida for a couple months, that's when I just um, decided to to go to school. Um, I didn't really know what I wanted to go to school for, so I studied business administration. I was like, okay, you know, pretty you know, pretty basic. You can pretty much get into anything, and use my whole uh, my whole what do you call it? The whole being bilingual, the whole language, to my advantage because I didn't need to what do you call it? I didn't need to study. I already pretty much knew it. So I was like, okay, all I need to do is get certified, get certified, take several tests to, what do you call it? Just to see what level of fluency, because re there's, you know, reading, reading and writing comprehension, there's speaking, there's wow. also listening, you know, so you have to take certain tests so they, they can see what level 
uh, you're at. And if you're going to be a translating, tra again, translating and interpreting are different are different things. So to translate verbatim is one thing. To to do a summary is another. Uh, to interpret too is another because I'm pretty sure Marcellus, you heard that. Oh yeah, there's Spanish, but there's so many different kinds of Spanish, and it depends mm -hmm. like what country, and it means one thing in one country, but it means another thing. So um, I ended up getting involved with um, Nielsen, Nielsen Advertising, and we would monitor commercials. So I was able to um, translate for commercials for Univision, Galavision, Telemundo, Azteca America, and I did that for, for eight years. So while I was going to school, did that. Also, you know, had my family, you know, had a kid, got married all during that time. And then it came to a point where I was, where it was like, um, okay, we're outsourcing. And I was like, oh my gosh, you know, I've been here for, for eight years. I'm like, what am I gonna do? What's gonna happen? And then uh, during, you know, luckily I was able to, because I got a whole, we got noticed. I was able to apply to different jobs where I ended up applying for a government job and translating for, for court as well. So because of my experience with, um, with, with TV, I was able to do court and then eventually work at an attorney's office uh, for immigration, an immigration attorney. So I did that for, for some time. Uh, and then from there, transition into um, whole different, like whole different industry, right? Cause there comes a point where you're like, okay, you know what? I just want to switch it up. Um, started doing HR for a construction company. So this is where things really changed for me. This is where my life really, really changed. Um, I started to get into fitness. I want to say when I was around 20, I don't even remember. I want to say between 24 and 26. And I remember someone, a friend from work had invited me to a Zumba class. This is where I'm transitioning over real quick invited me to a Zumba class and I'm like oh that sounds like fun and they're like yeah you know it's like Latin American dance you, you're working out and you're dancing to fun music at this you know you're doing this all at the same time I'm like oh my god that sounds so cool so I go to a class I loved it and then the 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 gym where I had gone to they're like oh they also have a group fitness class if you don't and I didn't because I was so new I didn't feel comfortable going to a gym being a girl you see all these huge guys working out and you're like snap like I'm a girl and like what do I do I don't want to look retarded I know what this machine does I don't know how to do it so I was like let me do a group class and I was one of the youngest people in that group class I want to say you know early 20s and the ladies in there you know I'm not trying to call them old <laughs> or anything right, 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 but right. they were like you know, I want to say late 30s, early 40s. And it, I was, I couldn't believe it when, you know, I didn't, I don't, didn't smoke, didn't drink. And these ladies kicked my ass. I couldn't keep up with them. Couldn't keep up, you know, going up, going up the stairs, you know, young, you're right. And I was young going up the stairs and I was like winded, um, carrying, you know, like the groceries only like, I could only do like two or three bags at the same time because it was too heavy so I was like there's totally something wrong here and again you know I've been very thin um my whole life so I was like there's something wrong if I'm relatively you know healthy I'm not obese and I can't keep up with you know women that are like double my age there's something wrong here so that's when I really started to get into fitness so as I had transitioned from my job you know, I started, I had a lot of responsibility. Um, I started stressing a lot. You know, I started stressing a lot, a lot. And I want to say I entered even at 
I was there for three years. I even entered depression because there was so much on, on, on my back. There was so much put on my shoulders and I couldn't deal with it. So the more every, you know, asked him, it was just three years, but each month that went by, the more I got into fitness, because while I was, you know, doing my thing at work, like the highlight of my day, and I know this sounds kind of fucked up. <laughs> I don't know if I could curse here. Um, was not even being time, not even spending time with my family, but it was like, okay, I need that time for myself to go to the gym and just take it out on the weights. Just, you know, I felt like I had no control over my life. And the only thing that I had that little bit of control was my body, was my, was my health. Because, you know, I felt like, oh my gosh, like at my job, I'm a slave, you know, at home, I'm a mom and I have my responsibilities. I can't really get to do what I want. But that little time that I got to go to the gym was a time where I can relieve that stress, where I can take it out on the weights, where I can push myself, you know, where um, even though there's a big, what do you call it? Like a gender, gender gap between, you know, you see these big guys at the gym and they're going crazy. And, you know, I'm tiny, I'm, I'm 125 pounds, you know, five, four, very petite. And, you know, and, I, and the first times I was going, you know, sometimes guys would be like, hey, sweetie, that's not how you do it. And, I, and just hearing that would make me so mad. And I'm extremely competitive. I was like, all right, Rose, you got to step it up. And then, like I said, seeing all these women that were such kick ass at the gym and, you know, um, and then I, I saw the changes. I saw that I started putting the work at the gym. Um, I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I didn't have the money to really um, get into a personal trainer because, you know, it is pretty expensive, but thank God for technology, right? <laughs> thank God for technology. Um, I downloaded an app from a, from a fitness uh, athlete that I really admired and just followed that plan. You know, like with anything in life, if you don't know what you got to do, look for a mentor. If you look for somebody that knows what they're doing, do what they're telling you to do. And, you know, you'll, you'll get the, the results. So that's, that's exactly what I did. Cause I was like, okay, I'm too, I don't have the money for a trainer, but you know, the, this app is affordable. I can follow the plan, follow it at my own, at my own pace. I got more confident at the gym. And then I realized, you know, um, that the, the, I stopped doing classes cause they were way too easy for me. They're way too easy for me. I realized that I had, that I had this uh, ambition, that I had this strength, that I was always constantly like pushing myself. And then, you know, once you start, you become a little gym rat, <laughs> you, you know, yeah. you see the, you see the, the same people at the gym and the people I started to train with wasn't even females. It was more guys, you know, it was guys because I was like, the girls couldn't keep up with me. The, the, the girls couldn't keep up. So I was like, you know, guys, they're, 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 they're these, you know, I was always looking to, to do something different. So I, I got a lot of uh, training from men, uh, from, let's say, what do you call it? Um, like switching it. Oh, huh? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, bo it. yeah. Bodybuilding, like bodybuilding. But then I was like, ah, bodybuilding is not for me. <laughs> bodybuilding is not for me, but I kept an open mind and I got, there was a time that I did some CrossFit, some HIIT training, you know, I was always looking just to take it to different, to different things. So throughout like the past couple of years, it's been about, now it's going to be eight. Um, I want to say in April, it's going to be eight years that I've been doing fitness. Nice. Um, that I've done different, done, done different things. The big thing that I'm in, into right now is calisthenics. I'm in love with calisthenics um, because I've, something that I've noticed, I was like, what good is it to, to be strong, to be like, have this, you know, power lifting and whatnot. 
uh, all this strength, if you don't have the endurance, if you don't have the resistance, if you don't have the strength to do it with your own body weight, and that's what calisthenics is about. And that's why I'm so in love with it, right? I, I also have these other goals that I wanna do, whereas I was like, oh, you know, like I told you, I'm skinny. Um, and I felt like, I was like, oh, I want the bigger legs. I want the bigger legs. I want them so bad. <laughs> you know, I want I want like nice thick legs. And, um, and I was like, okay, but what do I want more? Because right now my body, my build is for calisthenics. Um, if I want, which is a completely different workout for yeah. bodybuilding and muscle growth. It's completely, it's completely different. So I was like, okay, where am I at right now? And what is it that I really want? I was like, okay, so I have the, 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 the body type for calisthenics, the workouts that I already do are very, you know, very similar to body weight. I can do this. So that's what I'm, uh, I'm doing right now uh, with the whole, um, what do you call it? Uh, with my whole job and everything, uh, I, eventually, I eventually got laid off when the whole pandemic started, uh, which is the way that things work, the way the universe works is insane because mm -hmm. a couple of months prior to that was when I got introduced into trading. Um, and I was like, oh my God, like I was already looking for different ways of, um, of income. And then that fell into my lap. And then the whole, you know, pandemic, I, I think it was just a couple months into it, then the whole pandemic started. And I was like, oh my gosh, now I have all this time to really learn and submerge myself and, and really get into this entrepreneurship because I was just like, I want to, I want to build, I want to get into network marketing. I want to, I want to trade. Um, I want to get back into my fitness, you know, mm -hmm. because that was another thing that I realized and um, that a lot of women look up to me. Right. That's why I, I also noticed, like, you can't keep information to yourself. Um, a lot of women would come up to me at the gym and be like, oh, my God, you look amazing. I've seen you work out. I've seen you here a couple of times. You're great. Uh, this, this and that. And I was just like, you know what? What we instead of being that, you know, like the hater complaint, people always complaining, be the person that is encouraging other people. Right. Be the right. person that's encouraging other people because there's people that struggle with with uh, obesity, but I was a person that struggled so with, you know, being being thin and being tiny and being weak is also um, is also a struggle. You know, people see and they're like, oh, you know, you're, you're thin. What do you have to worry about? <laughs> when the gym shut down during the pandemic, I actually lost weight. I actually lost muscle mass because even though I was working out at home, you know, it's not really the same thing. And, you know, being at home and not even being able to go out sometimes just that little trip to go to the gym or, you know, putting on putting on an outfit to go to the gym or whatever, you know, that that those little things, believe it or not, that makes a that makes a difference. Or, you know, seeing your trainer friends and hey, how you doing, you know, saying hi to your friends at the gym. That makes a whole different that changes your your whole workout. So, yes, you know, there's different kinds of struggles that people don't even think about they, they think people think only obesity but there's always two sides to the coin so um i also wanted to really help women really help women because uh like i'm a mom too and um i know what it feels like also to you know once you have a kid to not feel not feel sexy to not feel beautiful to not feel strong you know because pregnancy and the first couple of months of you having your kid it takes a toll on on your body right it takes a huge toll on your body and a, and a lot of women struggle with um, body image issues and whatnot. So I was like, you know what? I did it and I can help other women do it as well. I started my fitness journey later in life. You know, I was uh, 
it's not so late, but you know, there's people that have been doing fitness like their, their whole life or like gymnastics or some type of sports. They've been very athletic when I really wasn't. So I'm like, if I can, if I can do it, if I've, if I've accomplished certain fitness goals, if I'm able to, you know, like be a, 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 a sexy, strong mom, other women can do it too. Because I see it all the time at the gym when women walk in and they're like, I don't know what to do. Or they're do or they're doing workouts that a lot of men do, right? Because right. you know our bodies are different. You know, it's like um, they're trying maybe I don't know to to get a smaller uh, waist or something, but they're doing these exercises maybe that isn't aren't the best for trimming your waist. Or you know, some women want to build a nice back without having a humongous you know a humongous back. Yeah. And our our anatomies, our strength is different. So I, I know the struggles, I understand the struggles. Um, and women are so powerful, um, are so, so powerful. It's insane, And but the ones that I've seen lift heavier at the gym, I wanna say are women. You know, the ones that, um, that, that really, that aren't scared, <laughs> that aren't scared to lift because now, uh, the, I wanna say the past, maybe last three years, I ha you have seen that more women are feeling confident, more women are feeling, like, you know what, men aren't the only ones that have to come to the gym and lift he heavy because that's a big misconception that we hear too, especially when I started, was like, oh, I don't want to lift too heavy because I don't want to get big like a guy. <laughs> so ladies, yeah, yeah. You know, any ladies that are listening right now, ladies, that is not true. Our bodies, our testosterone levels are completely different. There is no way, unless you're juicing, you know, <laughs> and taking some stuff, there's no way that your body is gonna get big and massive like that, like like a like a man. Never. You're gonna be you, you know, depending your body type, your metabolism, they're gonna your body's gonna react in a different way, but you don't have to worry. So it's okay to lift heavy. I tell a lot of this to my friends. It's okay to lift heavy. And then when it comes to dieting and whatnot. Um, it's actually 70% what you eat and, you know, like 30%, <laughs> you know, fitness, because that's a, that's a, that's another thing that you have to figure out. It's a lot of trial and error. You know, what works for, what works for me might not work for somebody else, because let's say I have a faster metabolism or, you know, for example, I'm lactose intolerant. So I tend to take, I tend to stay away from dairy. So everyone, everyone is different. And, you know, your body is your temple. Your body right. is your temple. You got to figure yourself out. You know, just everybody functions a, a little bit differently. You know, they say that genetics has a lot to play in it, but it, it's also mentality. It's right. also mentality. So, you know, figuring yourself out. And that that's a whole process. That's a whole process. And you have to enjoy and embrace that process. Enjoy it. You know, a lot of people want that six pack, but they don't appreciate you know, the, 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 the crunches, the sit-ups, the, you know, the whole workouts, the, right. what do you call it? The, what you the eat. Plank. Oh yeah. The, what you eat. Yeah. The Plank. meal planks. It's nope. a, yeah, exactly. It's a whole process. And the beautiful thing is, you know, seeing the changes. The first thing I started seeing in myself was like my arms, you know, was always really, you know, maybe oh, they look. Shoot. Yeah, look, yeah, look the right first, yeah. The first thing I started seeing was was my arms, you know? Like I said, I was skinny. I was skinny most of my life, and then seeing for the some... people on Spotify, for the people on Spotify listening in, you got to see the visual on YouTube. This woman right here, she has amazing biceps, and it's it's great to see that. And honestly, Rose, I'm sorry I cut you off, but 
I just had to go ahead and give a description of what, what those things look like. They are, she got some pythons, what my dad would say, some pythons. <laughs> and um, Rose, everything you were saying it was phenomenal. Like literally, women can get in the gym. You're not going to get big like a man. Uh, it, it's definitely, it's great for your body. It's going to build your self-confidence. Um, and it's just going to do a lot of things for you mentally as well. You know, your, men your mental clarity will be even better because you work out because not only that you're lifting weights, not only, you know, you're eating right and all that stuff, but you're oxidating the body because now you're, you're active, you're moving and you're getting the body going and getting the blood flowing and stuff. It's just going to make you live longer and just be a better person, period, by simply going to the gym an hour a day. That's all you got to do, an hour a day. Go in there, go hard as you can, an hour a day. And remember you said about working out at home, working out at the gym. It is, it is totally different because now you got the energy. You got other people there that can motivate you. you. You see other people working out and going hard. You know, that makes you want to get in and go hard. Like, it's like, it's almost like osmosis. All right, okay, well, they getting it in. I got to get it in. Like, you don't feel right. You just standing there. So that's why I like my gym. I like going to Gold's gym. But Rose, we talked about this too. And and shout out to Jared. Jared, um, me and Jared, we made some, we made some decisions to get us a get us a job while we're still doing our business and still running our podcast and I have another business in which you do the same thing um but he decided to start working at Planet Fitness he goes to orientation I believe tomorrow and me I just started H&M so the reason why I'm doing it is because one I mean yeah the extra money's cool but I'm doing it to learn how to open up my own store so that way we can have try a triumph store somewhere in a mall somewhere and then he's at Planet Fitness want to learn the guidelines on how to run the gym. So Rose, I want to ask you, since you are a brand ambassador, you had ideas, you talked about like it's having a triumph gym. What would, what would we need in the gym for it to be like a perfect gym for all lifters, athletes, MMA fighters uh, to be able to come and have a great time? Um, all right. What, like one, because I'm a parent, um, like a kid's care, you know, that really helps because a, a big excuse for parents is, oh, I can't go to the gym because I have no one to watch my kid. So that one eliminates that one like right out the park. We want to get the excuses out of the way. So any type of kids care, one, that's amazing. Two, I love monkey bars. I love monkey bars and I love bars because, you know, like since I'm getting to, into calisthenics, the workouts are completely different. They're just so much more fun. And I see that unless you go to like a parkour gym or an outdoor gym, there's not a lot of indoor gyms that have like bars like that. They, they might have, you know, for like pull-ups um, and, and whatnot, but I don't really see that they have maybe a little area uh, for, for bar work because I love that. You know, some gyms have like a little studio um, and they have, you know, uh, what do you call it for cycling? They have a cycling yep, area yep. too. Mm -hmm. So, I, I would say maybe something that 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 fits like everybody. I have a lot of friends that are into martial arts too. So, hey. you know, a place where they can do their, you know, regular like lifting weight workout and then a, a place where they can, you know, if they're boxers, you know, punch a bag or some place where there's some mats where they can, you know, roll around and get down and dirty <laughs> and do their thing. So uh, and like a gym that accommodates everyone right? A gym that accommodates everyone. And sometimes I know it is difficult to accommodate everyone, but um, it, that's, a, that's another thing. I know a lot of people that have like more than one gym membership because of different ambiances that, that, that they get from different gyms. I kid you not, I have a friend that has three memberships. One, what? for example, yeah, three. 
three. One, because uh, the, the first gym that, that she goes to is like for power lifters. So the, that gym, it, it's got like iron weights and it's very like, let's say like a garage feel, you know, oh, it isn't cool, really cool. high tech, you know, it's got like that, I'm a badass, you know, it's right, got that right, badass right, right, feel. Right, right, right. So she goes to that gym for that. Second gym that she goes to um, is the one that I go to. It's very large. It's got like a lot of space. You know, right now the sauna's closed um, because COVID whatnot, but you know, it's got the sauna, it's got a women's area only. Uh, it's very, uh, open, you know, there's different, different ways. There's a lot of, uh, what do you call it? Where the treadmills, there's, there's an area just for treadmills. So it's like a, uh, diverse, diverse. And then she has that, th the third gym membership. Um, she told me is like, uh, what do you call it? Like a 24 hour gym. You know, it's, it's small. Like 24 like low, hour fitness. Yeah, I like guess. low key, you know, like they don't have a lot of uh, crazy equipment on there. Maybe just a, a couple of weights and you pretty much never see anyone because everyone has, you know, like a key code access, go work out for an hour, they're like in and out. So depending on what she's working on that day, depending on how she's feeling, you know, she'll go to that gym. So wouldn't it be cool if we could have like a gym that accommodates everybody? Like that yep. person that wants to be kind of a loner, have that uh, feel, you know, we have like a separate, you know, kind of like a garagey part attachment to the, to the main area of the gym, you know? Yeah, because I, I love the workout. I, I love it. All. I love it all, too. Everything you say, it makes sense. Because, like, I've been working out off and on since I was 13 years old. I remember the first time I started lifting weights. And my body, my body responds well to weights. Like, literally, I could go, I could start working out for six months, lose a little bit of muscle mass, get back in the gym within three to four months, look like I never left. And it's just, you know, my, my genetics and just the way that I, I just know how to lift. I know my body. I know what's good for me. And uh, like what you were saying, we need a gym that's got everything in there. I, I just imagine right now we got a gym, we got an MMA, we got an MMA uh, ring. We got that. We got the punching bags. We got the mats and stuff for them to roll around and do their thing, like you said. Also, I want to have a I want to have a pool inside the gym. So if you want to come in there, you want to do, you want to get done lifting, and you tired of being on the cycling or on the treadmill over and over again. You can go get in the pool, run, do some laps. I was gonna say run some laps. I mean, you can run in the water, <laughs> but you know, swim in the water. People that have a high school team may not have a swimming pool at their, at their uh, gym, or maybe somebody as a swimmer can go there and, and get their swimming in, have a sauna, have uh, those plates, like the metal plates that clack, oh my God, dumbbells all the way from five, all the way up to like 200. Uh, what else would we have to have in that gym? Um, like you said, we'd have to have like, like you said, there's not too many gyms that do have where there's like monkey bars. We can like, you know, climb, do monkey bars or do like pull-ups and stuff. Ghost Gym surprisingly has that, but we'll have one of those in there. Um, I can see us having those ropes, you know, doing like battle ropes. That would be amazing. Um, a good leg press machine, a good, good five to six, maybe 10 squat racks. <laughs> um, we got some benches in there. Um, I think I, I don't know if I said everything that we may need. Matter of fact, obviously going to need leg extension, hamstring curl machine, all the accessory work machines. We're going to have those. And I want to have a lot of like plate loaded machines where you can do presses or you can do pool, you know, uh, seated rolls and things like that. There's a lot of machines out there that I love. I literally, I'm going to work out until I die. I'm going to be 90 years old and they're pumping some iron. <laughs> 
<laughs> I can't, I can't imagine my life like not working out because it, it's become a lifestyle. Like you said, I was surprised when, you know, gyms closed down, we were out for a couple months and I was like, Oh God, like, what is my strength going to look like? What is, what is, what is like, what is it going to look like? And obviously, you know, like you try, you, you say that, you know, that your body's not going to respond the same way, but you still like the first day that gym opened back up, I tried to do the workout. I did like the last time I was there. And, um, Obviously, I couldn't do it, you know, like the, the way it was too much. But then surprisingly, you know, I noticed that I'm like, okay, but I didn't lose all those gains that I thought I lost because when you work out for so long, like you said, you've been working out since you're 13 years old, you stop for a couple of months, but your body is used to it. Your body still mm -hmm. got that muscle memory. Your body is an intelligent tool. Your body is incredibly, incredibly intelligent. But after coming back, I noticed I'm like, I think week, um, week two, week two, kid you not, I was like, uh stronger a little bit stronger than before maybe like 10 percent extra and i was like oh, what you know after two weeks of like going at it because your yeah, body yeah. just adapts you know it's mentality it's your you know your your physical the physical aspect and then there's the the what i can't think of the word the way that you eat it's all these things working together it's insane but i can't wait to see what type of gym we come up with like to to just please everybody ha see people just go on there from any fitness level any fitness level like if you want the the hard you know hard ass you know they got their little area over there if you got the the people that are into the M whole mma stuff you know they got their area over there even like you know some women too like i said you know they're very shy my gym has a has a women's area um and i see that a lot of women like to use it i actually was kind of offended and i went to complain because uh, the women's area, the heaviest weight that they had on there was 40 pounds. And I'm like, what you wow. trying to say that girls can't lift, you know, and, and I, and every time I would go in, I would say something about it. And, um, cause there would be women too, that wanted to be in that alone area, but they would have to come out to the main floor because of the, you know, the weights until eventually, you know, I want to say maybe a month ago, they finally, finally got like 90 pound, you know, 90 pound dumbbell on there. So I was so excited to see that because you know, women can lift too, women are strong too. <laughs> so I can't wait to see like what triumph, like what we what we come up with, people talking about our gym, people feeling comfortable at our gym and just freaking crushing it. That's what I wanna see, freaking crushing it. The most amazing thing is seeing people, you know, the, the whole journey. Yeah, it's pretty cool to see someone who's been doing gymnastics since they're like 10 years old, but it's even more impressive when you see somebody who's like 50 and they're or 40 and they're starting to get into it, which by the way, at my gym, there's a guy like, like he must be like early fifties, kid you not. And he's doing calisthenics that he looks like he's just starting it, starting it. So it's, it's so impressive to see, you know, people want to do different things. People want to, do, not everybody wants to do, you know, like that bicep curls. So let's diversify and get all these, you know, accommodate all these type of uh, different styles of working out. So yeah. I can't sure. wait. <laughs> I can't wait either. Honestly, Rose, I, I like to look on this website. It's called Biz, Business, Biz, I think Buy Biz Sale or something like that. It's basically a website where there's businesses for sale and there'll be gyms on there. And I'm like, man, uh, in my area, there's like an anytime fitness. I don't know if you ever heard of that. That's like another like fitness uh, chain. Um, it's similar to 24 hour fitness, but except for they got like their own different like rules, policies and how they go by things and own culture. But anyways, what I'm thinking about doing is I'm thinking about doing a seller finance with the owner of that, of that, uh, that gym and just be able to, you know, come in, have lawyers, accountants, 
uh, negotiate with them where he literally they'll basically give me the give me the gym and what we're gonna do is we're gonna take the anytime fitness off the front we're gonna put triumph on there put the put the uh weights that we want in there and already have the members that was at anytime fitness give them the option hey do you want to stay remember all things it's gonna be different the name's gonna change the culture's gonna be a little different we'll have some better equipment better people are gonna be in here better staff is gonna be in here and everything like that and i want to push it all over social media like facebook instagram youtube um, do ads and stuff, get people coming to that gym, have videos on YouTube where I'm just, you know, day in the life of a gym owner. I'm in there. I'm like, you know, they're dapping people up and stuff. They're having a good time. You know, got child clothes on the, on the shelf, got supplements and stuff in there. Because honestly, I really would love to dive into supplements too. Because Rose, I don't think you, you noticed, but that was one of my dreams. My dream is always to at least own a gym. I always wanted to own a gym. Uh, like on my YouTube channel, I had a lot of fitness videos and stuff back then. And then I, I kind of, I'll be real. I mean, I've always loved fitness, but I fell out of love of like recording myself and just me flexing the mirror all the time. I'm more in love with building the clothes for the fitness people. I'm more in love with getting the gym for clothes, for fitness people giving them a platform to be able to do something to become better. Now, don't get me wrong, though. You know, don't shoot. By the end of this year, you might see me start going back, flexing and stuff, getting in photo shoots and everything. And speaking of photo shoots, Rose, we, we do have to come and do a photo shoot with you soon. Um, but, but yeah, uh, is there... Matter of fact, let's get into your story because we, we went in on the fitness stuff. I was going to ask you at the beginning of the podcast, because you said you lived in Peru, and I'm all I'm a fan of traveling. I, I love going over. I, I love going to different countries. I love being able to travel. I love being able to go out and see beautiful things. And I want to go to Peru one day. So what what about Peru uh, was something that you truly loved and enjoyed when using Peru? I would say Cusco. Cusco, if you like, it, it depends. Like if you're, you know, when people say like to travel, if you're the type of person that you're like, all right, let me get that all-star treatment. Let me get the resort and I'm staying here and I like the fancy hotels, you know, then Peru's not like, you know, the Cusco is not for you. But if you're the type of person when it comes to traveling that you like, I want to dive myself into the culture, talk to the people, eat the local foods, not eat at the hey. fancy restaurant. Because everybody that, everybody that knows knows that the that the best food are like the mom and pops the little corner you know the little corner places that have been in the family for years they're like the that, that are the gems when it comes to you know to little restaurants and whatnot um so peru is an ancient uh what do you call it inca city right you have machu picchu there so if you like to the whole feel like if you want to like let's say walk in in, in back into like 1700s because there's so many cathedrals there's so many you know, areas where you literally feel like you traveled back in time, I would say, you know, Cusco. Cusco is definitely like the place to go. Lima is the capital. Lima, Lima is beautiful too. Um, obviously it's way more modern, but like I said, it depends like what you like, what type of person are you? Um, lately I've been like the, I want to get into the whole culture, forget the fancy hotel. You know that, I mean, it's cool, but like, you know, staying at a resort, I want to like submerge get in the culture talk to the people yeah. you know eat that eat the food that you're like yeah oh you you went to peru oh then you ate the you ate the ceviche right you ate the ceviche <laughs> so definitely recommend cusco um you know my family's colombian if you're going to colombia you definitely have to go to medellin mm. medellin is a beautiful 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 city there are so many things to do um let's see obviously you know 
we we went to Puerto Rico, so you already know that Puerto Rico's lit. Yeah, super <laughs> Maybe lit. there's a few, there's a future trip too. I hear down off uh, for for Bali or whatnot. So let's see yeah. how that goes. Maybe through the grapevine. So or I don't know Europe. I don't know. What do you? Is there any place you'd like to go to Europe? I would love to go to Monaco, Greece, uh, Italy. Uh, I'd love to go to Switzerland. I'd love to go to the UK. I would love to go to mm, Ger uh, Germany, Hungary. Uh, let me think. There's a lot of beautiful. Pull all of out them. There. Just put 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 them all in there. Just put them I all. I would in like there. to go to. I would like to go to every country besides maybe. Honestly, I would love to go to every country. I know a lot of people talk about don't go to Russia, don't go to Russia, don't go to Iran, don't go to Iraq, don't go to Saudi Arabia. There's a lot of countries that people talk about they don't want me or don't want others to go to or don't think others should go to that I want to go to. I just want to go and experience it. Even if, you know, I'm in like maybe a private area of it. I just want to go and see what it's like. Um, but yeah, all of Europe I want to go to, especially do think about going to the Eiffel Tower out there. You man, I can see myself right now a nice like meat coat or a nice like suit, looking fresh, looking up at the Eiffel Tower. Got a nice wife with me. She she born too. I see you. I see oh, you do one of those God. pictures where you're like where you're like doing some type of thing with the you know like with the Eiffel Tower behind you, and you're kind of like you know oh. just doing you yeah know like doing. doing yeah, 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 something like that. You know, yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it's. I see you doing that. I see you doing those type of pictures. Yeah, I'm gonna be out there having a ball, boy. I might, I might get a little scooter just so I could be around it. <laughs> I went to, I went to Paris. Uh, it was like right before um, pandemic. Uh, and it was freaking cold, you know, it was really cold. So uh, if you want to be outside, I suggest, you know, you go during the spring and summer months. So unless you like the cold, you know, I, I'm more of a warm climate type of person. And it's funny that you said you mentioned Russia earlier because I've heard the same thing, but I was like, no, I guess, you know, there's all different cultures that you gotta, that you gotta experience, that you gotta experience on, on your own. You yeah. know, we're, you know, we're used to certain things and you go to different places and you're not used to it. So it's so new and foreign to you, you know? So I agree with you going to countries where they, they tell us not to go to the ones that, are, that obviously you know the ones that are safe and stuff <laughs> oh i didn't tell you about this rose but we had someone from pakistan message us in the triumph uh dms and they're a manufacturing company out there in pakistan so i'm thinking i'm like man we could get this we could get this thing overseas we can get a manufacturing uh company out there somewhere because i study um nike I love Nike. Everybody loves Nike. Who doesn't like Who doesn't? Nike? Like Who doesn't, main, Who doesn't have some brand. type of Nike product, whether it's underwear, right. whether it's like T-shirts, sneakers, obviously, hats. Yeah. Who doesn't have something from Nike? I don't know too many people that don't. And um, I was reading Phil Knight. He's the owner of uh, Nike. Well, he's not anymore. He sold the business off. He retired. But he's the founder. He started it got it to where it's where it was and and did all types of things man he literally had to fly back and forth to japan he, he got uh factories down there where they were making the shoes down there he was doing deals and stuff with people in japan and other countries that were down there uh i think the other country that he did business with was i think it was indonesia and i think and it was japan don't quote me if don't quote me on it though but I, I know the fact that we're going to have to, I'm going to have to travel around the world. I'm going to have to get the brand out there because 
Little does Nike know. I mean, we right now we we may not be that brand like everybody thinks, but literally, I want to see Triumph everywhere I go. Like, I want to I want to go to New York Broadway, and I want to see a bunch of people just walking. Down Marcellus, walking Marcellus, down the we're like, yeah, the check mark is kind of cool, but guess what? Our our shield, yeah, is gonna be up there. We're gonna come up with other logos and stuff too. Um, I, honestly, I, I just I just see us also. I don't I don't even just see us just doing activewear. Like I'm in H and like I've been working at H and I've been looking at their stuff. I'm like, okay, they do oh, buttons like yeah, that, women clothes like H&M. that. Like, literally, we can get into the we get into the fashion part of it too. H and M has so many different branches. Like they even have uh, home decoration. They have fashion. They have they all these do? other things. Yeah, they have home decorations and stuff where the people will get good uh, bed sets and stuff like that for their bed and stuff. I'm like, man, that's a good idea. Like, you know, and I also want to get like uh, you're going to you're going to work at H&M and you're freaking masterminding while you're there. You're like, oh, look at this. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> yep. And then I'm learning how to run the cash register. So when I have my store, I know how the other person is going to have to run the cash register. Hey, look, you got to do this and this. You got to do that. We need sensors on this. You know, I'm like people at the store know that I have an online store and then I'm there to learn. So it's it's not. It's not like I'm keeping it hidden. Like, you know, I'm there to learn. Obviously, I'm there to make some money, but don't expect me to be there long whenever a Triumph Company is breaking in, you know, five, ten thousand dollars a month. Cause our goal is to hit hundred K in revenue. And I'm saying it here on the podcast. I know a lot of people don't like to talk about money, but money's the only thing everybody measures. Like literally, I'll be at work and I hear people talking about, man, if I'd win the lottery, what I would do. I'm over here like, man, my company is about to be the lottery. My trade is about to be the lottery, man. Cryptocurrency is about to be my lottery. Hey. Real estate is about to be my lottery. So, yes. Oh, my gosh. I, I feel like, you know, we got to. Oh, another thing I want to do, Rose. And <laughs> I, I think you would agree with me on this. So, you know, Smoothie King, right? You ever been a Smoothie King? No, I've never been to Smoothie King. What? Okay, it's, you. I'm taking you to Smoothie King one day. I'm taking you. So are they a franchise? Are they a franchise? Are they no. okay? So I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I've never seen one over here. So they're a franchise, and you can go in there and you can get uh protein shakes blended up for you, smoothies. They have like the protein cookies and stuff in there. They have other snacks and treats. That my favorite one out of every single shake that I've ever had, shake or a smoothie that I've had. Well, I got two favorites. One is the Hulk. It's literally, you get it in vanilla, strawberry, chocolate. It has pecan ice cream in there, weight gainer protein, bananas, peanut butter. Um, and I don't know if it's like fruits in there too, um, but you can add like vitamins. You can add uh, muscle gainer. You can add creatine in there. You can add probiotics, immune support. I guess like that's why it's called the Hulk because it's got everything in there. That, that, hey, I used to drink them right after I got the gym. That's when I was wanting to bulk up. And I want to buy a couple of Smoothie Kings and I want them to be close to my Triumph gym. So when people get out of the gym, they go straight there and get some smoothies, you know? And, you know, uh, I don't know if, if I should have like Triumph, like supplement store or smoothie store, but I do want to buy some Smoothie Kings because I, I truly believe it's beneficial because not everybody has time to do six, seven, eight meals. No. They could do maybe a couple of smoothies a day and get that protein in too, you know, that supplementation it's not necessary, but it does help out for people that don't aren't able to get all their protein in. So yeah. Yeah, and and you know that's another thing. Meal prepping is difficult. Meal prepping is difficult, and it's um it's like what do you call it? It's it's more homework that you got to do. So 
like you said, throwing like a, a smoothie, that, that totally helps. So I've been doing way more of that lately, way more of that. And you see the difference. You see the difference for sure. But I've got to go to Smoothie King. Um, I don't know if you've ever had a avocado smoothie. I was like, let's see how open-minded he is. Let me suggest an avocado smoothie. You know, I know it sounds kind of weird, but if you love avocados, you know, if you want to keep an open mind, you know, they are actually are kind of good. Cause I was like, Hmm, you know, like avocados are usually like salty, but having it in a sweet way. Hmm. Let me see if that works. But yeah, I had, I had that and I thought I was going to like it, but liked it. <laughs> so try that. Hey, what do you, what do you think about, uh, like try your protein powder pro, or, or try your pre-workout, try your energy drink, you know what I'm thinking, all that. Or just <laughs> have that. a juice bar inside the gym. <laughs> yeah, you can. Um, I know a lot of gyms have it where they're, they're staff and employees, somebody walks up, hey, can I get a smoothie? Or if they'll have energy drinks in the back and all that stuff. I know Gold's Gym does that, but I just want to be different from the rest, honestly. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Just being different, like doing things differently. You know, I, I don't know if you've seen this movie recently, the one about the McDonald's. I actually saw it. The the McDonald's owner. has a smoothie. No, 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 no. So <laughs> okay, okay. I'm... no, no, I'm I'm like changing the subject. No, uh, we were talking about being like different and completely doing things out the what do you call it? Just doing things differently. Uh, there's I forgot what it's called. This movie just came out, and they're speaking about or it's all about like the McDonald's franchise, but what made McDonald's so differently, right? Because, you know, back in, I think was, what was this like uh, late sixties or whatever, when mm -hmm. people wanted to go out to eat, what would they do? They go to a diner, they drive up in their car, they get their, you know, their order and they get a plate of food and they take long and, and it, it wasn't quick. So why yeah. McDonald's was so revolutionary was because they introduced the whole fast food, you know, what do you call it? Like the whole fast food Industry. part of it. Exactly. Right. Where it was just like, all right, here's your food in a bag. And it was like, okay, you, you should see it. Like the movie, they're like, okay, so my food's in a bag and what do I do? Why is this burger wrapped up in paper? <laughs> you, know, <why> is this... <laughs> you know, and it would be like, okay, what's your order? Okay, here. And they're like, uh, wow, I just got my food in under two minutes where before, you know, people go to the diner, drive up diner with the roller skates and whatnot. And they wait like a whole half hour, their food comes out cold. So that's why McDonald's was so revolutionary. So coming back to like, into what we were talking about, trying doing things differently. So that's why I love like, I love this partnership. I love like the way that we're thinking. I love having these conversations because we're not scared to do things differently. Even though others just be like, nah, that, that doesn't work. I don't want to do it that way. You don't see other gyms or you don't see other, other companies doing things a certain way, but you got to like do things different and you, we got to revolutionize. We got to evolve, mm -hmm. right? Every nowadays, you know, we all want things, we, we like it simple. So, hey, what if not only do we have the gym like you were talking about, but also having, you know, the protein shakes and having everything just like there at people's disposal where all they got to do is like, okay, gym, here's my, here's my meal plan. I got my clothing. Hey, not only do I got my gym clothes, I got some cute outfits, you know. <laughs> got it all. And honestly, another thing I've been thinking about because I think in the next decades or so probably when I'm in like my when I'm probably like 50 or 60 I don't think I think clothing is going to change a little bit and you know you got Elon Musk he's talking about sending people to Mars I'm like okay what type of clothes is Elon Musk see his people having like what could I do to like make clothes like that do I gotta make it 
uh, intergalactic, whatever that word is called. I don't even it's know what I just yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know how we right now, like the biggest thing, especially for like uh, what do you call it for for sports and fitness, is having the dry fit. What if because we're in Mars, we need something that hydrates the body, right? So oh, right now we hmm. got like you know dry fit to keep us you know nice and so we're not sweaty, but we're probably gonna need clothes to keep hydrated. <laughs> that yeah. helps in some way, you know. That helps us with the water retention in our body. I don't know. Some type of some type of suit, like it's gonna be futuristic. You know what I'm saying? Like I think of stuff like that. And honestly, if you're if you're somebody that's thinking about uh listen, listen closely, listeners. Uh if you're thinking about starting a company or being an entrepreneur, you need to be thinking in the future. Don't get me wrong, be be in the process, be in the now, do everything you can now. But really, if you aren't thinking, oh my gosh, I would love to do this 20 years from now, 30 years from now, I can see us being here doing that then you may not have the entrepreneur spirit. You may just be doing this just for the money. Like literally, I do this because I truly enjoy it and I love it. Like, man, we'll come out with a new design or something. Like, oh my God, we did that. <laughs> like, dang. So it's gonna, it's so many things you can do when you have when you have a team of people that have the same vision and goal, working, working towards the same thing. Like literally, you're like Rose, me and you're on the same wavelength. Like when I talk to you, I almost feel like you are like my sister that I never had. That that go now. I got a sister that 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 does like. Well, she used to like run a lot of miles and do a lot of home workouts and stuff like that. But when it comes to like lifting that iron though and getting in there, getting down to the nitty gritty, you already know what to do. Uh, we got about like six more minutes because you know we just go about an hour here. But uh, Rose, what is something you would tell? Maybe that. That struggling woman, she may be maybe overweight, she may be not enjoying herself, or a guy, anybody on this podcast right now that may need motivation to keep going and to become their better self. What would you say to that individual? Um, the first thing I would say would be um, not to not to victimize yourself, not to wallow. It's like okay, whatever I'm going through, all right, accept it, accept it, and understand. And be like okay. For example, let's take like uh, being overweight. Okay, I'm overweight. Am I going to sit there and just complain about it? Keep looking at, you know, people that are healthier, you know, just like sit down and pour me and this, this and that. No, like, okay, accept it and then make a decision to change your life. Make a decision because it all starts with a decision. Okay, this is what my circumstances now. What am I going to do about it? And then, you know, what is my goal? Okay, if I'm obese, my goal would be, you know, to lose weight and to be healthy, right? So here's where I am. This is where I want to be. And then be like, okay, what do I have to do in order to get there? And if you don't know, you know, you get like, um, get a trainer, get a, what do you call it? Get a nutritionist, do, do something to start, to start making those changes. But it all starts with, with a choice. It all starts with a decision. And sometimes we don't know what we have to do in order to get started. You know, like, like I said, when I started, I didn't had no idea and I didn't have, and I couldn't afford a trainer. So I was like, okay, I can afford uh, an app. And nowadays it's even easier because there's so many people that know what they're doing and they're uploading things on YouTube and there's way more apps than there were before. So making a decision and sticking to it, being disciplined and consistent because you're not going to have results from one day to another. You're not, you're not, you're not going to lose, you know, you're not going to lose the weight. You're not going to be, you're not going to be toned. It's all a process. So understanding that, accepting that and, and taking action, that's all that's the, and changing that mindset, right? Changing that mindset. 
you know, for, for a lot of people that do personal development, um, they know the first thing is like mindset, mindset. So changing that mindset and, and obviously like having a little bit of love for yourself because we're always down talking to ourselves like I can do this and I can do that and da 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 But if we, if we continue to talk to ourselves like that, then we're never going to get anywhere. If I were, if I had talked to myself like, oh, you know, I'm already a mom. I don't have time to go to the gym. You know, I'm already in my, um, back then I'm already in my, in my mid twenties. How am I going to start this now? Blah, blah, blah. If you keep giving excuses to yourself, um, you're not, you're really not going to go anywhere. So it, it's, it is easier said than done, but so like step one, okay. Give yourself that little, that little pity party that you need, <laughs> you know, to, to then take action. Right. So that's just my. I guess would say my my advice. Sheesh! Let's go. Uh, appreciate everybody that's listening. Everybody that's going to listen. This is episode 14 of Triumph, or I say Triumph, of the TOD Project uh, podcast uh, with Rose. It was amazing. If you guys will go down to down below, look in the description. Her Instagram will be down there. Um, all the links to our store will be down there. Also, our discount code will be down below. Um, guys, be, be on the lookout for, for new gear coming out, new great things for, for Triumph Company and the TOD Project. I appreciate everybody that listened. Uh, thank you, Rose, for coming on to this podcast. I hope everybody has a great day. God bless. Don't be stressed. And uh, we're out. Peace. Thank you, Marcellus, for having me. It was a great conversation.